0: Romans 8.15 says, You did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. Welcome to Spirit of Adoption Radio, where we soar above all the darkness of this world and see things in the light of God's eternal perspective. Now here's your hosts, Kevin and Tabitha Lavelle. Hey, everybody. Shalom. We're so thankful and blessed that you would choose to join us today for episode number 74 of Spirit of Adoption Radio. I'm Kevin, and with me as always is my dear wife, Tabitha. How are you today, Svia?
1: I'm doing great. I'm feeling wonderful.
0: Amen. Because of the wonderful counselor.
1: Yes. All the way better. Praising God for that.
0: Amen. Feel like testifying, huh?
1: Yes. Testify to love. Amen.
0: Amen. We're gonna testify of his love as long as we live, right? That's right. Because he's the reason we live.
1: Yes. Amen.
0: Amen. And on today's show, it was on our hearts to start a two part episode where Tabitha and I both share our personal salvation testimonies. Mm. So are you ready to testify, Svia?
1: I think so. I'm excited.
0: Amen. Hopefully, this will be an encouragement to everyone listening to make sure you have a personal salvation testimony of your own, of what the Lord has done in your life, the great things he has done in your life. Mm. And if you do, to make sure you're sharing it and boasting in the Lord about what great things he's done for you whenever he gives you opportunity. That's right. Amen. And this is exactly what the man did who was healed of the legion of demons. Remember, Jesus went to him and healed him, and he went forth boasting in the Lord at Mm -hmm. what great things the Lord had done for him. Remember that? I do. Mark chapter 5, verse 18 to 20, it says, And when he got into the boat, he who had been demon-possessed begged him that he might be with him. However, Jesus did not permit him, but said to him, Go to your friends and tell them what great things the Lord has done for you and how he has had compassion on you. Mm. and he departed and began to proclaim in Decapolis all that Jesus had done for him, and all marveled. Mm. So he did this very thing. He took his salvation testimony, and he went forth, and he boasted in the Lord, and told them what great things he had done for him. He was sharing his testimony, Mm. right?
1: Wow, that's beautiful.
0: It is beautiful. And you know, Decapolis was the region of the Gentiles, and Decapolis means 10 cities. Mm. So, you know, he was going far and wide with yeah. the testimony. <laughs> he was letting his light shine among men Wow! that they may see that good work and glorify his father.
1: You know, and he had just gotten free from being possessed by many right. demons. It was very genuine what he did. It was just like, you know, he, wasn't, he didn't have time to rehearse this in front of the mirror. Yeah. This was something that was God birthed in his heart. Like he, right. he couldn't contain it. It wasn't something he could just
0: be silent about. That's right. He had to share. It was God birthed and it was God burst.
1: Yeah. Yes, (laughs) exactly.
0: He now had a fountain springing up from Mm -hmm. his heart, right? Yes. His new heart. Mm -hmm. And he had a testimony. Right. And he hadn't been in the Lord for 10 years. No. He just knew what God had done for him, Mm -hmm. right? And he was transformed. Yes. And what did Jesus tell him to do? Go and testify. Amen. Amen. And like the man who was healed of the Legion, all of us are supposed to be sharing our stories of how the Lord redeemed us. Yes. He was redeemed, right? Mm,
1: Yes. Amen.
0: What's that hymn? Redeemed, redeemed.
1: Redeemed how I love to proclaim it. Redeemed by the blood of Mm. the Lamb. Redeemed by His infinite mercy, His child and forever I am. Redeemed, 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 redeemed by the blood mm. of the Lamb, redeemed, 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 His child and forever I am.
0: Hallelujah. Amen. So we are supposed to testify of how we are the redeemed. Yes. Psalms 107 verse 2. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so.
1: Amen.
0: Whom He has redeemed from the hand of the enemy. Mm. Was this man redeemed from the hand of the enemy? Yes. This man with the legion?
1: Absolutely. 6,000
0: demons? I mean, that's what like a legion is. Wow. So he was redeemed Mm. and he went forth, just like the hymn, redeemed how I love to proclaim it. Mm. He went forth testifying.
1: Yes. Amen. Amen.
0: And I'm going to play an audio now of the great things the Lord has done in my life. Mm. So this was recorded probably about 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. And so... It's a uh, part of my testimony. Right. Right. That's right. Because the Lord has saved me. He is saving me. Mm-hmm. And he who endures to the end shall be saved.
1: Yes. Amen. So
0: I have initial salvation. We have initial salvation. We've entered. Yes. Now we're on the way.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We want to enter into the city. Yes. Through the gates. That's right. right. Into the city, the new Jerusalem. Yes. And Amen. that will be final salvation. Mm-hmm. Just think all the testimonies that we're going to be able to hear in the kingdom. I can't wait. Awesome. That's awesome. So this is just part of my testimony, Mm. but I'm going to play that. And I just want to boast in the Lord. You know, it's not about me, not boasting in me. I'm boasting in the Lord and what great things he has done. Just like that man who was saved of the Legion. Mm. To God be the glory. Great things he has done. Amen. So let's listen. September 25th, 1994, uh, is the day the Lord saved me. Praise God, Praise the Lord. Praise God. Um, that's beautiful. I mean, not that everybody has to have the exact day and date. Um, they know that. That they have, you have to know that you're saved. Yes. And if you're saved, you're going to know it. Yes. Amen. So you're gonna know His spirit it. will testify with your spirit that you're a child of God. Amen. Yes. Um, you'll pass from death to life. All things become new. You know it. It's not something that is vague. You know. So, September 25th, 1994, interesting, uh, you brothers are from Canada. Um, I was on my way to Canada. Uh, but I, I, had, I had gotten in, in sin and mixed up in, in sin in a way that I felt like I was going to either end up dead or in prison. Hmm. And um, I had a cousin living in Canada. And uh, she um, said, well, you can come up and, come up and stay with me. And uh, so I decided I was going to run from all my, all my troubles... Okay, and, and flee to Canada. As I know, a lot of people, a lot of people had that idea.
2: Head for the border.
0: Yeah, go for the border. And, and uh, I was running around with people that were committing all kinds of criminal acts and all kinds of wickedness. And um, I got to the border of Canada and Washington. And uh, I was at the border there. And I had cut everything, everything I was involved with. I'd cut, cut it, right. and I had a one-way, one-way ticket wow. to Canada. And just had a bag, and i was I was gonna get away from it all, but basically i I got involved so deep to where i I felt like uh you know, I was gonna end up in prison or or dead mm-hmm. and so it, I just it it was getting to that point where I was walking a tightrope and anyway, I got to the border, pretty neat testimony the Lord met me there. Uh, my mom was oh. my mom was praying for she, my mom was saved, yes. and my mom was praying for me yes and uh, and so. I got to the border, and uh, it was getting dark. It was in Blaine, Washington. It was nighttime, and I called. I called my cousin in Canada, and uh, and she wasn't there. And her, her roommate was there, and uh, she said, "Oh yeah, she's in jail." It's like, oh wow, okay. Here I am at here I am at the border of Washington and Canada. I'm I'm running. I'm running from jail myself. Yeah. I call my cousin. She's a sinner, just like like I was you know, wow. and she's in jail. She's not, she's not there to help me. Wow. So at that point, um, I really didn't know what to do. Okay. So I couldn't, mm-hmm. couldn't go to, go to Canada. I'm sitting, I'm sitting, it's getting dark. I'm at the corner of this gas station there and it's getting dark and, you know, I, I, I don't have a Lord. So I'm just talking to myself, you know, what do I, what do I do? Wow. And uh, I sit down, I see there's this, uh, this, this hippie guy. He's wearing a tie dye shirt, like dreadlocks and hair and and he's just, he's sitting there and he looks like he's in the same condition, same boat as I'm in, uh-huh. you know? So I go sit next to him, you know, misery loves company, I guess, you know what I mean? Yes. And so yes. I go sit next to him and I say, Hey, uh, what's up? And, uh, I said, yeah, here, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to go to Canada. I the situation. He says, Oh, well, there's a, there's a couple guys that are coming to pick me up. Maybe they'll pick you up too. Wow. And I was like, whatever. At that point I was basically like, whatever happens, I don't care. I had surrendered my life, not to the Lord, but to just whatever. Dejection. And uh, I didn't care what happened to my life at that point.
2: Hopelessness.
0: Yeah, just whatever. Here I am. I don't even know where I'm at. Hmm. And uh, so a couple guys come pick him up. I don't even know what they're doing, you know. But I figured, you know, I'll just go, see where this takes me. And um, they bring us to a a motel. And then they um, give us both a little bit of money. And uh, and then they share the gospel with us. Wow. They shared the gospel with us. I remember clear as ever. And then, you know, they asked us, you know, what, what's going on? Where you need, where, what's going on with your life? Where are you headed? And, and uh, they gave me money to go back to, to California, mm. to go back. And they shared the gospel. I didn't repent at that time, but I believe that was the Lord in my life before I ever knew, knew him. That was the Lord drawing me. As Jesus says in John 6, that, um, no one can come to me unless the Father draws him. Yes. And everyone will be taught by God, and those who hear him and learn from him will come to me, Jesus said. Yes. Yes. That was yes. that in my life. Now, all of us have had that. Yes. Th- those of us who sort are of saved, yes. Yes. we have that. Yes. And that was him. I wasn't even seeking him. Wow. You know what I mean? I wasn't seeking the Lord, but he was seeking me. God. I got to the border. That's a life and death. That's Amen. crossroads of my life right there, man. I would, have any- I would have done anything at that point. Wow. And the Lord, when I'm not seeking him, he, s- he sends two of his servants Two ministers of the gospel to come right there, pick us up, provide us a place, a safe, a safe place to sleep, spend the night. Gave me money for t- to, for a ticket to go back to California,
2: right?
0: And uh, and gave me the gospel. You know, wow. I could have been saved right there, but I didn't. It was it was seeds that were sown, yes. and they they were not in vain. None of that was in it's vain. God. I mean, I remember that today. That was the Amazing. first uh, meeting that I had with the Lord that I can remember. Mm. And uh, so I went back to California. Wow. You know, I repented before I repented. <laughs> As I was headed to Canada. The Lord turned me <laughs> you around. Repent of that. I repented of going to Canada, headed back. Yeah. And that's what we had to do. I, I hit a U-turn. Wow. You know, that was a U-turn. Wow. For Jesus, Amazing. even though I didn't have Jesus yet. Yes. yes. But he was drawing me Yes. back. So at that point, I went back to California, and I decided that I was going to be done with... with uh, Criminal things and, and, and all that. Amen. I wasn't going to try to make money illegally or do anything like that. Yeah. And um, I decided I wasn't going to do that stuff anymore. You know, I reformed myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But hey, that doesn't save us. No. That's right. That's right. You know, we can try to clean up our life. And we can we can repent of a lot of things. But so we, repent, repentance is not just stop doing certain things. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So we, as, as as human beings made in the image of God, do have the ability for some ethical and Absolutely. moral good, but that is a separate issue from yes. what God is demanding of our hearts. That's mm. right. That's and right. So because and so your your ethical and your moral uh, um, qualities as a, as a creation of God mm. told you that this was better, but yet you had not yielded to the Lord.
0: Exactly. I, I, I repented of, of things I was doing.
2: Because yeah. you could see the bad consequences. Yeah, I see the you, consequences. That. I had
0: worldly sorrow, you know. Right. I, so I stopped doing those things. Right. But repentance is not just turning from things, it's turning towards God. Yes. That's what repentance is it's two yes. things yes. it's turning from wickedness. And is turning towards God.
2: Yeah.
0: Yes. Um, yes. Repentance towards God and faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. Amen. That's what it says in the book of Acts. Repentance Amen. towards God. Because there's a lot of people that stop doing this, then they start doing this, then they stop doing that, then they start doing that. And they, or maybe they, they become
2: right. very religious and, and yeah.
0: do a lot of pious That's things. That's right. They have no power because they have not really turned towards God and received the Holy Spirit and, been, and, and, and have experienced the power of the gospel. You know what I mean? They haven't been born of the Spirit of God. Again. That's right. They haven't turned towards God. They have not seen the cross as in the desert when the children of Israel are, are complaining and, and murmuring and grumbling against God who had delivered them out of Egypt and then he sends the fiery serpents in there and they start biting them and, and they're, they're dying and, and Moses intercedes for them and, and uh, God says, Take, make the brass serpent you know, and, and on the pole and put it up and whoever looks upon that will be healed. Yes. And then Jesus said... Right? I'd be John 3, up. just as Moses lifted up the serpent in yes. the wilderness so I must be lifted up Yes. yes. And, and if I be lifted up I'll draw all men all men and that's, that's against Calvinism right there too yes. all, men. all so men it's not please. just some man, I'll draw man. all men all to myself men. he's drawing and so what's, that's what he's doing with me when I was on my way uh, to Canada the Lord started drawing me drew me back to California and I started making reformations you know what I mean mm-hmm. stopped doing certain things yep. now I wasn't going to make money illegally now I was going to do it legally so I still got caught up in the, in. I was still caught up in the money God.
2: Yeah. So brother, so uh, you would say that then uh, you uh, moved away from the illegal way of making money uh, because you saw the consequences, you realized what it was going to be. So now you moved into more of a get rich kind of mentality, but still the same covetness was in yeah. place that was there for with the sports and everything else. There was a deeply in your heart, a desire for worldly riches and yeah. for prestige and for accomplishment of the world and all these yeah. kinds of things. So, That's so right. what happened next?
0: So... Uh, I started studying all of the books on that subject. Um, Think and Grow Rich. That's just which is wicked. I mean, Napoleon Hill. Man, he's he's channeling with spirits. Wow. You know, he, he has Andrew Carnegie, uh, Henry Ford. These the, who have gone before that he's contacting them to find out their secrets to wow. make money and wow. and uh, and he he's meeting with them, visualizing them, and all these different things that people do to learn the techniques of how to make money and, Secrets. you know, I mean, there's an endless amount of how to books yeah. on this out there. Yeah. I started reading all that and that was my goal to build my business empire. And um, so I, I went that route, but started my own business and doing different types of jobs for, for residential customers. I started building a client base, but uh, I just got to a point where I became frustrated with the whole thing. And I'm reading all these books and I, I'd, read one, I'd read one book and uh, they'd say, okay, this is, this is how you do, these are the things you need to do. And I'd read another book and it'd say different things and, and uh, I was becoming more and more confused and frustrated with the whole, the whole thing, okay? No peace, mm. just empty, wow. you know what I mean? Just empty. The more I tried to fill up with that stuff, it just left me empty, wow. you know? I'm dead and I'm dying, you know? And, yeah. and uh, I just got to the point where I didn't want that anymore. I gave up on that. So the same way I gave up on all the illegal things, I just got to the end of this thing, too. And I was like, well, this I, I don't want this anymore, either. I don't, I don't know. And I, I opened up the box that my mom gave me a Bible years before. My mom was saved, and she's truly born again. Man. When I was going wow. just my own way, she gave me a Bible. Wow. And I kept it. And, I, and it's amazing that I actually kept it, yeah. but it was one thing I kept. I just kind of honored my mom and just kept it. And I put it away, but I finally picked it up because I was reading all these other books, man's opinions on how to be successful in life. And it just frustrated me, totally frustrated me. Empty vanity. You like Solomon, yeah. vanity of vanities. It was, that's all it was. Chasing it after the the wind. Wind. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. so I picked up the Bible my mom gave me. And uh, I started, I started reading. I said, okay, I just, I made a commitment. I didn't know the Lord yet, but he was still, he's still drawing me, you know, even since Canada, you know what I mean? Coming back. I know he's, he's still, he's still drawing me because now he drew me away from going to Canada. He sent his two servants there like we want to be those faithful servants to bring the gospel. And then now he's drawing me into his word. And, uh, and so I, I opened up the word. And I, I made this commitment. I said, you know, I don't think I, I wasn't even talking to the Lord. I was just kind of talking to myself. You know what I mean? So I'm done with all these other books. Oh, wow. All these other books, they're always changing. You got a new one here. New, I mean, you go to Barnes & Noble, look at the. Huge. Go in there, man. Well, that's how You'll those sell, guys,
2: that's how the booksellers make their money, right?
0: Money, man. Right? I mean, I wonder how many of those books come out every year. Yeah. Endless amounts of those books, right? Yeah. And here there's this one book. Amen. This one book. I'm my changed. Mom gave me. My I'm mom changed. is transformed. My mom was transformed, and she gave me this. And I finally said, "I'm done with all these other books. Yes. I'm going to base and this was my idea. I'm going to base my success and my business oh, and everything Proverbs? I'm doing on the Bible." Praise but God. I wasn't saved yet. <laughs> the Lord's going to get me, man. Yes. He's Very using. Good. He was using what you meant for evil. He meant for good. Isn't that amazing? Amen. And so wow. I. And so where did I turn first? Proverbs. And um, so I was like, I'll, "I'm not going to read any other part of this Bible, but I'm just going to read Proverbs." So I start reading Proverbs, I'm going through there, and I still have my business and I'm, and I'm still doing those things. Mm-hmm. But um, I read a proverb that says, uh, I believe it's chapter 14, there's a way that seems right to a man, but the but end, the end of, the of that way is, is death. death. Yes. And that, that, that verse hit me right there. It was wow. like looking in a mirror for the first time, seeing myself. Wow. And uh, you know, all these things that I'm doing, all my all my ambitions and all my goals and dreams and things that I'm planning, I'm going to die one day. It's gonna be all for nothing, wow. and uh, what's gonna happen when I die? And it was it was from reading that that verse that I started having uh, fear of death. Wow. I'm gonna die, and I know that the Holy Spirit is is convicting me and yes. starting to bring about a fear of God, because that's what happened, isn't it? And I'm reading the Proverbs, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, you know, and so I started having a fear of God. Mm-hmm. And I was being gripped with, with the fear that I, there was something wrong. I'm going to die. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know where I'm going to go. And, and I had been raised a Catholic. And so I had a, an awareness of God. And, I, and I, I believed there is a God. I believed there is a creator. I believed those things. So you were know? as the demons are. They believe and That's they right. tremble. And I yet tremble. Men
2: tremble. Men don't tremble. We're well, worse right. than
0: the demons. That's exactly right. All growing up my years in, as a young person, growing up in the Catholic church, I didn't tremble before God. I had no... I, oh you know I still did my own thing and uh, really there was no power there in the catholic church I turned away from that years before there was nothing there for me I just went as long as I had to growing up as a as a young person that grew up in that and
2: following the traditions yeah, of men
0: once i got to age i left that you know there was nothing there christ wasn't there but um so at this point, you know, I was reading, reading the scriptures and, and I knew that there is a God and I, w- I was realizing I'm going to give an account before him now.
2: So he did bring you now to that fear where you began yeah, to tremble.
0: That's right. I began to tremble. And, uh, and so now I, I was like, well, I know I said I wasn't going to read anything else but Proverbs. But I, I, I said, OK, I, I, want to, I want to know you, Jesus. And he's, he's drawing me to himself, right? And he says, uh, everyone will be taught by God. Oh God. Those who hear him and learn from him, they come to me. Yes. That's what Jesus So There's a, a response
2: to his drawing that needs come. to That's happen. Right.
0: And so now I'm, I'm starting to come to Jesus. I want to know about him. So then I flipped from Proverbs and I flipped to the New Testament. Wow. It's funny when you know you say you're never going to do something, right? Yeah. Um, but I I started reading Matthew and, uh, and I got to Matthew chapter 7 where Jesus says, not everyone who says to me, Lord Lord, 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 will enter the kingdom. Many on that day will cry out, Lord, Lord. Yes. Didn't we prophesy in your name, That's perform many right. wonders in your name, many miracles in your name? And he'll say, depart from me, I never knew you. And it was that, that really, I was really, as I'm reading the words of the Lord, Jesus there, yeah. I'm really gripped with fear there. Because I, growing up in the Catholic Church, I might have said, well, yeah, I know, I know him. But I didn't really know him. So you, you know, confessed I
2: mean? him with your mouth, but you did not believe in your heart.
0: In my, my lifestyle was I was far from him. And mm-hmm. so I had a real fear at that point that I was gonna be in that in that crowd oh. that would cry out, Lord, Lord. You know what I mean? Oh. Didn't I go to church every week? I believe I, I believed I believed that you're the Son of God. I believe that you died for my sins. I believe that you rose again. I believed all those things. Even as a Catholic I believed those things. But just believing is different from repenting and receiving. Yes. Now you're not you just believing I mean?
2: about Jesus. No, you actually come to Him and you trust and believe yeah. and know Him.
0: I cried out to the Lord. I cried out to Him and, and, uh, and I just said, I said, Lord, I, I never thought I needed You. I never thought I needed You to be a success in this world. I thought I needed all these other things to be a success. And, you know, I was oh, yeah. always all into success. But now I know that none of these things are going to matter eternally. Only You matter. And I, I need You. I need You. I surrender my life to You. And I I want to receive you. I I want true. I want life from the dead. I want you to raise me from the dead. I want to be born again. I I just cried out to the Lord, and He saved me. He transformed
2: me. Hallelujah. He made
0: me brand new. You know, I wasn't in any church or anything like that. You know, I was just I was just in the in the house, and I was actually living with a with a girl at that time Mm. in fornication. Mm. And I was saved. The Lord had saved me. And at that point, I stopped doing the little my, my business that I was doing. I stopped it completely. Wow. And I was just, all I could do is feast on the word after that. It wow. was like, wow. just as the scripture says, as newborn babes desire the pure milk, milk of the word of God, you know? And it just, it came alive to me. The word of God came alive. Yes. And I had to have, I was feasting on the word every day, sun up, sun down. It was like about a month period of time that I was, I was just feasting on the word. I know it came alive. I came alive. You know what I mean? And that was evidence to me that I was born again, because if you're born again, you're going to hunger for the word of God as a newborn babe desires the milk from its mother. When a baby's born, it yes. desires the milk. Yes. It has to have it has to. for life. It has to have it. Yes. It's hungering for that. When you're born again, you hunger for the word. So I started feasting on the word and and uh, I, I told the girl that I was living with that I couldn't, I couldn't live with her anymore. And there was much turmoil from that to where um, she wanted to commit suicide. And it was like, I, I mean, I, I'm experiencing things now that I, you know, spiritual warfare and things that I had never experienced. You know, I'm, I'm, now, I'm now a child of God and, and the enemy is really working, trying to keep me in that relationship. She's threatening to kill herself and uh, she's running off, you know, down the street and she, she's saying Jesus is ruining everything and, and I'm pleading with her, I'm trying to share the God, I'm, I'm just brand new babe in Christ. You know what I mean? And I'm trying to share with her, you know, what the Lord's done and trying to plead with her for her soul and she, and the enemy is just really trying to um, keep me. You so know as I mean? soon
2: as you stepped into the light, yeah. the darkness reached out right. and tried to tear you back yeah, in.
0: That's right. Because I wow. said I can't sleep with you anymore. I, I started sleeping downstairs. She was sleeping upstairs. It was just and it was just she'd come down screaming and all. It was just it was a it was wow. turmoil constantly. I, I had to, and then the Lord's like, you need to you need to leave. Wow. You need to go back to San Jose. That's the place that I left. I was living in Sacramento. I had gone from San Jose to Canada and I said, I'm never going to go back to San Jose and be, you know, I'm not going to be a part of the whole, all the people I was involved with doing those, doing those things. But now the Lord said, you need to go back. Wow. You need to go back and and share me with all those that you were running with. Wow. Back to lions then. I'll, I'll go back to all those people, all the, all your criminal friends. All those that are, that are uh, slaves to sin. Like former you were.
2: associates in darkness. And I was
0: like, oh, what about her? I mean, she's... And Satan was trying to keep me there because she's threatening to kill herself and doing, harming herself. And, and it was just terrible. You know, and I, my heart is like breaking. I'm, I, I care about her, you know. Yeah. I mean, I know I was in sin with her, but you know what I mean? And, in a human sense, you yeah, cared for Sa- her. Yeah, Satan was trying to keep me there and he's like, no, you leave her to me. Oh, The Lord wow. said, you, leave, the Lord said, you wow. leave her to me wow. and you go. So I, I just had to pack up my stuff and leave. Depart, and that's what we need to do. We need to we need to leave sin like that. We need you know to what flee, I mean? and, Sodom, and uh, just trust the Lord. The Lord. Yeah. I mean, th- there's people that are in our, in our life that we need to entrust to the Lord. In some ways, we need to you know we need to do that, and he's he's big enough. He can send other people into their life. You know what I mean?
2: He's not limited by
0: us. That's right. So I went back to San Jose, and this was amazing because like the first week I was there. There was a, a, I was staying, I'm at my mom's house and now I'm saved. She's rejoicing. I come back to my mom's house, you know, and she's, we're, we're celebrating, you know, I'm saved. And I get a, there's a knock on the door and my mom said, uh, Jason's here. It's like, whoa, Jason, he was, he was in prison. We were stealing cars and stuff together and, uh, he was in prison and I was gone for years. Whoa. Um, and I'm, then I came back to San Jose. It's like the first week I'm there and he shows up at the door. Out of jail. Yeah. Out of jail. Wow. And, uh, and now I'm, I'm changed. I'm not the same person. The old Kevin is dead. And uh, she said, Jason's here. I was like, wow, that's amazing. I, I, I just got here. I haven't seen him in years. So he had gotten out of jail, and he said, um, he came to the door. I was like, okay, Lord. i just, I just like, Lord, just use me. I'm not that person anymore. Use me. Um, yeah, I know you want to save him. And, and so I, uh, I went out, and, and, uh, and I just explained to him. I said, you know what? I'm, that, that old Kevin is gone. And who I was with you, you know, and the things I was doing because he he got he went to jail, and that's when I left to Canada. I like uh, took different cars that that we were stealing, unfortunately, and that's to my shame. I was I was doing that wickedness, but I took those and I like just put the keys in the cars and left them out in the ghetto. And so he he actually got in trouble. You know, he's I he wasn't back. feeling
2: too positive. Yeah, about he's this he's
0: thing. he's wanting to know where this money's at and stuff like that. I said that that's not who I am anymore. I know what I did, I, the things that I did, even to you, the things that I was doing with you and to you, you know, in approving of and, and the things that I was practicing. Yeah. Yeah. I know that it was just it was destructive to me. It was destructive to you, to everybody that I came in contact with. I was in sin. I was a slave to sin. Yes. But Jesus Christ set me free. I'm not that yeah. person anymore. He can set yeah. you free, too. Amen. And I started sharing with this, sharing this with him. And he was like, he was like that. He was like, I mean, he was stopped still. He had nothing to say. And uh, whatever they planned, because they pulled up in the car right there in front of the house, whatever they had planned, the Lord just totally derailed it. He said, well, that's good. I'm, I'm glad for you. He didn't repent right there, but it's a seed, you know. We sow, we sow the seed, others water, God gives the increase, right? Okay. And so that's, that's what we need to be. We need to be ready for whatever opportunity comes our way. Be ready, you know, uh, to give a reason for the hope that lies within us. That's what I did Amen. with Jason. But after that, um, I was—I just basically started serving the Lord. I went into a nursing program, and I uh, started working at a convalescent center. Wow! And it, I was—I was reading through Matthew 25, and the part that those who are those who are sick—that just stuck out to me. The Lord was really calling me to go into a, a nursing program, and uh, and I became a CNA, and I started working at a convalescent center. Oh wow! The Lord had me doing that work for a season. It was really a blessing to be able to do that. I did that for a season, and um, and then I, I met a girl who would be my wife. I married her. She was following the Lord at that time. We were both following the Lord, and um, she, uh, years later, we have four children, and years later, she departed from the faith. Wow. She, she turned away from following Jesus, and she went back into her sin. That was uh, the biggest trial that I had ever Faced. faced. Uh, and the Lord just held me in that, you know, to to be to be faithful. Where she was off, you know, at the clubs and drugs doing her own and thing, adultery, doing her own thing. She'd come back in the house, and and it would look like maybe she was coming back, and then she'd be there. She'd take off at night and go with all the different guys, and it was just a very painful, very yes. painful. And then to see the destruction being brought to the children, and, and in her life and too, in her She's... life, and you know, the Lord held me in it. And only by his grace could I go through that. Yes. But th- when, um, what happened is uh, the Lord really used that in my life. And I, I was like, oh, Lord God, please, would you, would you please send uh, someone into her life, you know? And, and, uh, you know, please send, send some Christians into her life. Please, oh, please use somebody to share. She's, she's heard from me. Yeah. Would you please send some people into her life? Just like he sent into my life, you know, when I was yes. up in Canada. Yeah, right. where two guys, two guys said, and, uh, and the Lord spoke to my heart. He said, you be that one for someone else's wife, for someone else's husband, for someone else's aunt or uncle or brother or sister or son or daughter. You be that one for them. And I will send, I will send others into her life. And that really, that, that's, that's what convicted me the most and compelled me at that point. As I saw, as I saw my wife going, departing from the faith, going, going into sin. And I'm praying, I'm praying, Lord, please send someone in her life. The Lord turned it back around on me. What about you? Wow. Are you going to be that one for someone else? There's another brother, another sister that's praying for their lost loved one. There's others that are just like your wife. And they're interceding for them. And you might be standing next to them at the store. Are you going to be that one for that are you other going to be one? That, one that for other them? one. They're praying that the Lord would send someone into their, wow. their wife's life. Their, you see what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Oh Lord, please send someone into my my son's life. Oh Lord, yeah. please. Do you have any? And I would cry out to Lord. I said because I'd be you know in, I'd be in the church and, I, I, and it seemed like no, not that many people really cared about the situation. They weren't reaching. They weren't trying to reach out to her or anything. I was like, I was like, Lord, do you have any daughters that care? Do you have any daughters that will go out and, and, and reach her and speak the truth to her and and help her to see that she needs to repent and and, and warn her? Do you have anyone that'll do that? And the Lord's like, well you you do that. You start doing that in other people's life and I'll send them into hers. Wow. You leave her, you leave her to me. Wow. You commit her to me and I will do that. Mm-hmm. But you do that. You do what you're what you're praying to me for, you do it. For someone else. You be that someone you else that. for
2: somebody. Yeah. yeah. And
0: so then it was like this revelation wow. that, wow, oh, the Lord can use us in mm-hmm. the body of Christ to answer the prayers of our brothers and sisters who are praying for their lost family yes. members. Because uh-huh. there's lost family members everywhere. everywhere. E- everyone yeah. that is sure. lost is sure. someone's we all have lost them. family members. Yeah. We all have Usually, them. for the most part, there's someone saved that may be interceding for that person. Yes. I mean, there are some people that don't have anyone interceding for them, right. I'm sure. Yeah. But there's a lot of people out there that are lost yes. in sin, that there's someone in their life that's praying for them. Yes. Yes. Praying for them, interceding for them, for their salvation. And then here you are, next to them. You come across their path. The Lord brings you across their path. As you come across their path, you need to point them to the cross. Yes, You know what I mean? Yes. And uh, so that's 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 what really compelled me. So, And I would just start... Taking the gospel to everybody everybody around me, you know. Amen. And uh um that's what really compelled me and personally in my life, you know, to start to be more obedient to uh being a faithful witness with the gospel, you know, as I saw my wife going that way. Amen. And um there were some brothers at that time in Modesto where we were living that had started taking the gospel out to the streets downtown in Modesto. Mm-hmm. and so I, I had started going out there with them as like I, said, I was real really compelled I, I started I met a few other brothers that had that had that desire to bring oh. the gospel out on the streets and the clubs and you know just like where my wife was going to the clubs and I, I desired to go and reach yes. out to others yes. just like her after you know seven years of that with my wife she ended up continuing going down that road she ended up going getting a divorce mm-hmm. okay
1: mm-hmm.
0: the children were going between two homes. I've and I never thought I would have a godly wife. I never, mm. I never thought I would have that. Wow. You know, I kind of just resigned to never having that. And I, I really was kind of closed off to it because of everything I had was It was a difficult, <laughs> difficult yeah. and I really, didn't want to, I really didn't want that again. Yeah. So I was just like, okay, it's just you and me, Lord. Um, mm. And I had a friend at work who wasn't saved at the time, but his wife actually did the same thing. He have four t- is like a mere thing. i have four children. His wife, he wasn't saved though. His wife went off into the clubs and party scene and left left his family. He has four children and I had been witnessing to him at work. And uh, and one day he came in I had been witnessing to him for a long time. One day he came in and he said, Kevin, I'm saved. I'm saved. Praise God. I'm saved. Oh. He saved me. He saved me. Wow. I'm reading the Bible. And and I, and I, it's like alive. And, and he comes in and he's like, he's all excited. We're rejoicing at work. Wow. Hallelujah. We're rejoicing. Is, yeah. And then, and yeah. after that, he started to share me. He's like, man, maybe someday the Lord will, cause she had went off and got divorced, divorced him, remarried someone else and wow. done all this stuff. And he's like, maybe the Lord will give me a godly wife someday. Maybe I can have a godly wife. What do you think, Kevin? <laughs> one, one who loves the Lord or something? And I was like, yeah, you could. Sounds good. You could, could do that, you know. And it's it's you know I had been through this thing, and then he's yeah. and I'm so. He's almost kinda, speaking into you now. Yeah, right? I'm like, yeah. that's good. That's good for you. Maybe the Lord will do that. And he's like, what about you? What about you? And I'm like, no, not for me. You know, not for me. I don't. I don't. You know. Don't oh, we'll get involved with that. That's not. That's not for me. You know what I mean? And I was just closed off to that. Really, mm-hmm. wow. just closed off to even ever even considering such a thing. The yeah. Lord doing something like that in my life. Yeah. Wow. And, um, but. He would every once in a while come and, and share and 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 I said, well, you know, the scripture says if you're not bound to a wife, do not seek a wife. Yeah. Let the Lord do it. Mm-hmm. Don't don't let that be. You seek the Lord. You seek to do His will. You seek you seek to grow in Him. And mm-hmm. as you're walking by faith and following Him, He yeah. he's, he's the matchmaker. Seek I mean? the
2: kingdom of God and all That's right. its righteousness. Yes. That's right. And all these yes, other yes. things
0: He'll add to you. Let him let him do it. And um, so he was taking that. You know, he was he's walking that. But one day he came in. He said, "He said, Kevin, I just have to share one one more thing with you." He said, "I think you're closing your heart off to the love of God, oh. wow. to where to where God can't use someone to love you, and He can't use you to love someone else." It pierced right in my heart, wow. and I had wow. I had fear because I because I couldn't say anything. Right. And he's like, "Well, I think I think you should pray about that." Wow. And I at that point, you know, I knew that that was a word from the Lord. There's times where the Lord speaks to you, and it's His word is sharp. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. And, and he, he, so I, so I, I knew that I don't ever want to close myself off to the love of God. What I said, I said, "Oh wow, Lord, I'll, I'll definitely." And I told Frank this. I said, I'll, "I'll, I'll definitely pray. I'll pray about that." But I was still kind of, I'll, "I'll pray about that," but I don't, I don't, you know, I just can't see the Lord doing anything like that. So I, I, I picture it as I, I kind of cracked my heart open, the door of the my heart Lord, a little bit. Lord, Lord. In order to pray about that yeah so i did he left and i said oh god i said you know i don't want to close myself off to you i don't want to harden my heart mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. we don't want to harden our hearts
2: once you come and to I, that uh, place it's a bad uh, yeah bad so idea. i was like oh
0: lord i don't want right. to harden my heart that's what's happening you know and i'm closing off myself to you and what you want to do if you want to do something i said if you want to do something then i i, I just go ahead and do it. Mm. You know, I can't foresee. I can't see anything. You know, with everything that has happened, all the situation that I'm in, and can't I can't see. But you can. If you see something, you want to do something. I know yes. you can do it. Yes. You know, so I just I just surrender that to you. Impossible and, and man, as impossible for man as possible
2: for God. Yeah, and yes. so
0: then after that, just right after that, I started having. It's like I open my heart to the Lord. If you open your heart to the Lord, He'll start pouring His desires into your heart. If you delight yourself in the Lord, Uh he'll give you the desires of your heart. He'll start giving them to you. Uh They'll be his desires. Uh He'll start pouring them in. Uh And so right after that, I started having these desires um, and these thoughts about my sister Tabitha. Mm -hmm. who She was just a fellow laborer amongst this fellowship that the Lord had begun from us going out sharing the gospel. And taking these trips to Hollywood, to Reno, to you know, to the Bay Area, taking these trips, these gospel trips.
2: So she had been a sister who just came along and, and began to yeah. minister with you guys. Yeah,
0: yeah, she's ministering. There's there's a there's a fellowship that the Lord began from us going out sharing the gospel. Yes. One brother wow. would go out and another one would catch on fire and another one would catch on wow. fire and there was other sisters and then, and there's a fellowship in Modesto, California that began from us going out sharing the gospel. Wow. And uh, wow. she was she was one of our sisters that was was part of this fellowship but yeah I was I was having these desires these thoughts that oh lord are, are you would you maybe be bringing a uh, sister Tabitha in my life and I was like and I was like nah now I'm just making this stuff up you know I'm wishful just, thinking I'm just thinking that maybe you know and yeah. and but but it, it, I'd never had those before uh-huh before I you know opened my heart a little bit and prayed about what brother Frank said yes so I just had it started having them more and uh thinking that perhaps maybe you're doing something there yeah. and um, you know just out of all the sisters that I knew she was the most godly one praise you God know what I mean? she's the uh-huh. most godly sister and uh, yes, so yes. and here and here she is right here. Praise, praise God, God. Praise God. She, she, oh, she's, she's hearing this and she probably couldn't resist coming out you
1: know? <laughs> hey, man.
0: Praise, praise
2: God, God. praise God, you know. God. You, yeah. praise God mm-hmm. hello hey, <laughs> Hello This is my dear wife Hi, sister Hi. and she's not
0: only my wife, she's my sister, my Praise sister, my God. bride, yeah. and she's my uh, fellow soldier.
2: Amen. Amen. Glory to and God. Help me? And yeah. help me. Yes, wow. yes. Hallelujah. Yes, thank Hallelujah. the Lord for his provision, brother. <laughs> <laughs> thank yes. the Lord That's for right, his provision.
0: That's right.
2: Amen. So So praise God for Sister Tabitha. And and the Lord had uh, brought uh, uh, his thoughts into your life. Uh, The opening of your heart had happened and uh, you were considering that the Lord may have a different life for you in mind than you had foreseen.
0: Yes. And um, I'm having these thoughts about uh, my sister Tabitha that I never had before. And uh, start praying about that. And it was just kind of like, wow, Lord, I don't know. And she, she's, just, she's, just a, she's just my sister. She's a fellow soldier. I mean, yeah. she's just she's a friend, you know, just like all my other brothers and sisters. They're just, you know. Yes. And I wouldn't want to do anything to disrupt that friendship. You know yes, what I mean? I don't want to. Yes. What do I do, Lord? And, and so we had, um, we had gone to an outreach to a rodeo in Oakdale. And we did, a, we did an outreach there. To all the cowboys, they have oh. they have this rodeo that comes in, and all the cowboys are there. They they're the they have parties every night during the rodeo, mm-hmm. drunken parties, and mm-hmm. we go out there and preach the gospel mm-hmm. and get to preach on a bale of hay, you know, we put out the bale of hay ah. and step up on the hay and preach uh, to the cowboys, and uh, that they might get they might be tamed, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Stop yes. being Wild, made Stop made wild horses yes. and get tamed, you know what I mean? Yes. yes. And uh, yes. and so the reason I share that is because as I was praying about this. Um, you know, I was, I had this thought to call brother Kevin because him and his wife, Jeanette, um, were friends of Tabitha too. And, and I just, and he's my, one of my closest brothers and I just wanted to call him and share with him these thoughts I was having. And, um, and he knew that I was just kind of, you know, I had decided that was never an option for me. So I, I I called him and I said, um, you know, I, have been having these thoughts, you know, that maybe the Lord is trying to do something with Tabitha and I and he's like no way I can't believe that and I almost thought I almost thought he was like rebuking me or something you know I was like oh I mean I'm not I'm not sure brother but you know (laughs) and he's like no 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 I just gotta share with you remember the rodeo outreach uh Tabitha came to our house afterward and she shared with me and in confidence and he said I'm I you know I'm I'm sharing with you because the only reason is because you're sharing this with me right now right he said she shared with us that she thought that maybe the Lord was doing something between her and you so she shared that with them and and we had there was nothing like that going on yeah. you know what i mean i didn't even i hadn't talked to you them had talked no, about anything, talked to about at anything. All. this was right. just in my heart before right. the lord frank you wanted some brother to test uh, yeah. these thoughts with yeah. you and yeah i, I called kevin i said hey, i just have to share this with you and he's yeah. like no way she came and shared the same things with them and he, and he and they forever. had counseled her since that rodeo, there had been like six months. Oh, okay. 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 So it's yeah. not like right after that. Right. Yeah. He's saying, but you remember that? Remember that rodeo we went to the outreach? Uh-huh. She came over and was sharing this. So this thing was happening in her. The Lord's doing it in her before he started doing it in me. Yeah. Okay? It was totally separate from each other. It was yeah. it's God, man. It's totally Absolutely. God. Absolutely. And and so he, he said, he said, Yeah. And we counseled her. He said the Lord really told him to just to share this with her, and they're sitting there together. Just that Um, to not say anything to me, to not say anything, just leave this alone. We know that Kevin, he's had a lot on his plate. He's gone through this whole thing. And and we know that he, he doesn't right now, he doesn't have desires for this. And, you know, just this is leave this to the Lord. If it is from the Lord, they told him, they told her this, if it's from the Lord, the Lord will speak to him all by himself. We don't wow. have to say nothing. And look what he did. He used Frank and the wow. whole thing, and he spoke to me all by myself. Wow. It's a miracle of God, man. It wow. totally heart, is. He
2: did it, man. He took took her.
0: He took <laughs> me, <laughs> and then we. And then I just knew. I just knew it was the Lord. So immediately I call. I called her, and I just shared with her. I said, wow. I said, sister, uh, I think the Lord's bringing you and me together. And she said, Really? So do I. And <laughs> wow! Oh, <laughs> praise God! <laughs> so, Hallelujah! <laughs> so I think. Uh, I think three months.
2: How, how different from yeah. the carnal way of doing things that when the king begins to arrange Can you
0: believe things. Wow. Right. Isn't that awesome? Talk about awesome. arranged on, marriage, man. huh? This that's is awesome.
2: the king <laughs> arranging it. The yes. king of kings. <laughs> hallelujah. Praise hey, king. yeah, yes. God. Let,
0: let him have his way. Yes. yes. Have that yes. have uh, thine own way, hallelujah. Lord, have thine own way. Thou art the potter, hallelujah. I am the clay. Amen. Mold yes. me and make me after your will after while you I am waiting, yielding and still.
1: Amen. Wow. I certainly love being a part of that testimony.
0: Amen. That's a walk down memory lane.
1: Yeah, definitely. (laughs) It's so fun to remember, though.
0: I remember when I was recording that, Mm -hmm. and uh, that moment when you popped out of the office. (laughs) I remember that. And I had to stop the recording and jump up and give you a hug.
1: Oh, sweet.
0: You can't see that in the audio, but...
1: That's so sweet. I just... It's such a blessing. You know, what God has done in both of our lives is such a blessing. And the biggest, greatest blessing is that it's not just what he wants to do in our lives. Mm. It's what he wants to do in your life, too. Amen. You know, these miracles, these little miracles that happen all along the way. There's these little miracles and big miracles that bring us to that point of salvation. But you know, it's not like it's exclusive that it just is for us. It's something that he wants to be so intimately involved in each one of your lives too.
0: That's awe inspiring, right? Awe inspiring to think that God wants to be that intimately involved in everyone. And he can, he can. Wow. He's that awesome. He's that powerful. Mm. He can be that intimately involved in everyone's life at the same time. Wow. All over the world. Mm. not non-personal, but personal. Mm. Hallelujah. And he wants us to have that personal salvation relationship with him, right?
1: Amen. Amen. It's so precious. Not only the beginnings of what he has done, but what he continues to do every day in our lives as we keep walking with him.
0: The testimonies continue.
1: It's so great. Amen. He's so worthy. They're endless with the Lord. Yes. Amen. So we just want to thank all of our listeners once again for joining us here today for another episode of Spirit of Adoption Radio. If this episode has blessed you, please go to the listening platform of your choice and give us a five-star review. Those actually really help to get this show out into the hands of more listeners so that more people can be blessed by the gospel and blessed by these testimonies that we're sharing here on the radio show. So we just appreciate that. And um, we just really appreciate all of our listeners who are listening near and far from all over the world. We're so thankful for each one of you. Amen. And don't forget to visit us at adoptionairfare.com forward slash quote. If you're looking for any upcoming travel, we are a travel agency that serves families who are adopting internationally and also those who are traveling for missions travel. We love to help missionaries and adopting families save money on their airfare. So that's what we do.
0: Amen. And remember, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. He has everything under control. So look up and lift up your heads because your redemption draws near. Amen. 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 And may the Lord bless you as you seek him today. Maranatha. Maranatha. Thanks for listening to Spirit of Adoption Radio. You can reach us through our website, adoptionairfare.com. Also, please subscribe and leave us a review on the listening platform of your choice. Lord willing, we'll see you next time. Maranatha.